Use a debt settlement company instead. That's the way to go, right? And so let me go over some things why I, some cases where I think using a debt settlement company is a terrible idea. Number one, if you have multiple creditors coming after you, a debt settlement company is not going to be able to help you because first of all, you need to understand debt settlement companies provide you with zero legal protection. They cannot protect you from lawsuits. And I have clients all the time that will call me and say, but I'm in a debt settlement program. They're not supposed to sue me when I'm in a debt settlement program, right? Wrong. They can sue you. Welcome to the Bankruptcy Podcast, a podcast about untangling the complex world of bankruptcy in Georgia. Each week, we deliver the best insights and practical advice on how to navigate the legal waters of bankruptcy with expert guidance and real-life stories. Now, here's your host, Jeff Kelly. Hello, this is Jeff Kelly. I am a bankruptcy attorney in North Georgia. And in this podcast today, I want to talk about debt settlement companies. I know a lot of my potential clients will hear friends and family say, oh, don't file Chapter 7. Oh, don't file Chapter 13. Use a debt settlement company instead. That's the way to go, right? And so let me go over some things why I, some cases where I think using a debt settlement company is a terrible idea. Number one. If you have multiple creditors coming after you, a debt settlement company is not going to be able to help you because, first of all, you need to understand debt settlement companies provide you with zero legal protection. They cannot protect you from lawsuits. And I have clients all the time that will call me and say, but I'm in a debt settlement program. They're not supposed to sue me when I'm in a debt settlement program, right? wrong. They can sue you. So this is the typical life cycle of what I'm seeing in a lot of my clients is they enter a debt settlement program and they'll pay money for about six months or so. And of course, the vast majority of the payment is going toward the fees for the debt settlement company. And then the creditor turns around and files a lawsuit. And in case you didn't know, in the state of Georgia, when a creditor sues you and gets a judgment, they can take 25% of your net check every time you get paid until the debt is paid off. Or if they can find your checking account, they can clean it out up to the amount of the debt. And a lot of my clients come in after these types of things have happened and they're just in complete total shock. But here's another kicker. You know, every now and then somebody might have, you know, just a few creditors, two or three, and and they go through a debt settlement program and nobody ever told them about taxes. Okay. So hypothetically, if you, if your credit card company agrees to forgive uh, 50% of your debt, that's going to be taxed as income. And as a consumer bankruptcy attorney, I hate this because now what you did 
is you just took some credit card debt that was 100% dischargeable in my case, and now you just turned it into non-dischargeable tax debt. Bad result. So go to ftc.gov, Federal Trade Commission. There are all kinds of articles where you can read about debt settlement companies. Another good place to go is ripoffreport.com. Now, you know, if, if you're in a position where you can pay your debts off in, in the next you know, three to five years on your own, by all means, you know, go for it. But don't waste your time with a debt settlement company. You, you can call your credit card company yourself directly. You know, if you're, like I said, if you're dealing with a, you know, one or two, maybe three credit card companies, when you're dealing with multiples, there's no way you're going to get all of them to agree on anything. I mean, it, it, it's just not going to happen. But you definitely have to take that tax consideration into mind when you're settling anything. In contrast, when somebody files, you know, if a debt's discharged through a Chapter 13 or a Chapter 7, that is not a taxable event for you, period. So that's my two cents worth on debt settlement companies. The other problem with debt settlement companies is they usually want big lumps of cash up front, you know, in exchange for reducing credit card debt. And like I said, you can you know, call a company on your own and, and make cash offers. The other thing that people need to take into consideration is I, you know, I've had clients who have, again, wasted time with debt settlement companies because they were worried about the impact on their credit score. <sighs> a debt settlement company is going to mess up your credit score just as bad as a Chapter 13 or Chapter 7 will Take, you know, read the articles, do your research, take a look. You know, again, if you're talking about a small, num a small amount of debt, small number of debts, that's going to play a big impact. But, you know, I'm as a consumer bankruptcy attorney, I am surprised at how many of my clients just worship their credit score. And even to the point where, People have lost their cars to repossession, where they have been threatened with foreclosure on their house. You know, I, I've seen clients that are like, you know, this close to losing $100,000 of equity in their house, and they just don't want to file Chapter 13 because, oh, the credit score. Are you kidding me? I mean, you don't want to lose equity in your house. You don't want to lose your car, your means to get back and forth to work because of your credit score, you know, get it that a lot of people feel like they have to have a good credit score in case of emergency so they could borrow money. But what you really want to do is to eliminate your debt and get to the point where you can establish an emergency fund, an amount of money so that when something hits the fan, you don't need credit. You don't need a credit score. You just go for the emergency fund money that is only for, you know, true emergencies. That's the goal. Credit is dangerous. 
and a lot of bankruptcy attorneys will try to soft pedal the impact that it's going to have on your credit score. I personally don't like to do that. My goal as a consumer bankruptcy attorney is to take whatever expectations you have about credit and beat it into the ground. Okay. That's my goal. I don't want anybody coming in with la la ideas. Like what you hear so far. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you're intrigued by the world of bankruptcy and want a comprehensive guide to help you get out of debt, head on over to kellycanhelp.com slash welcome and subscribe to our email list to have a guide to bankruptcy in Georgia. Helping people get out of debt delivered right to your inbox. Now back to the show. Do people recover after filing? Absolutely. And you know people personally. You probably know some relatives who have filed and recovered. So yes, people do recover all the time after Chapter 13, after Chapter 7. I can send you articles if you want some stats on that and give you better information. But don't avoid... A, a good solution because your worship of the credit score. While you're in Chapter 13, yes, it's true. You cannot incur any new debt without permission from the court. And so that means no credit cards. That means credit doesn't matter. So what we do in a Chapter 13 is we look at your take-home income. We go through paycheck stubs. We go through your monthly expenses. And no, you don't have to eat rice and beans for the next five years if you're in a Chapter 13. That is not true. You get to live a reasonable life. So yes, we allocate money for your rent, for your electricity, for gas for your car, for the whole nine yards. And we spend a lot of time. One thing that I think really differentiates us from a lot of other law firms, we spend a lot of time with you reviewing your income and your budget before the case is filed so that once that case is filed, you know you've got a plan. You know you've got some confidence that it's going to work. Now, if you're in a situation where the rent is too high and your gas for your car is too high, your electricity is too high, you just can't afford it, that, that's not chapter 13 or, or chapter 7. Chapter 13 and chapter 7 are great ways to get rid of you know, credit card debt, personal loans, you know, some type of cloud that's hanging over you, and you just need to get rid of it and get you know, a, a fresh start. Chapter 13 chapter 7 are great tools for that. We do offer free consultations, so if you want to give our office a call, you can reach us at 770-881-8449. We'll be happy to sit down with you, happy to re review your situation and see if we can come up with a plan to take care of all your debts. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Thanks for joining us this week on the Bankruptcy Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, kellybankruptcy.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you liked this show, 
you might want to check out our guide to bankruptcy in Georgia, Helping People Get Out of Debt. Available at kellycanhelp.com slash welcome. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.